Good morning, everyone. Good morning. This is Heather Dawson, and I will be facilitating the call this morning. And with me, I have Sister Charlene Tepperson and Sister Margaret Johnson. They will be doing the morning devotion and praying over the prayer request. We are blessed to have these two ladies. Both of them are a blessing to the body of Christ. So let me greet them this morning. Sister Charlene, how are you this morning? I am well, Mother. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) And you sound well, too. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Um, I know the Lord's given you a word for us to start off our week, and we're going to have you come in a moment or two. But let me greet um, Sister uh, Margaret also. How are you? Good morning, Elder Heather. I'm doing great. How are you this morning? I'm good. I am good for a Monday morning. Praise the Lord. I'm ready to begin a new week. And I'm grateful to God that I am ready. Praise God. So God bless you, um, Sister Margaret. She is going to be sharing the um, prayer requests um, and praying over them in a moment or two. And I want to honor Bishop and Pastor Adrian, giving thanks to the Lord for their lives and their leadership, and pray God's blessing, direction, and wisdom over them. And I want to welcome to all, I want to welcome everyone that's on the line today. Far, away, near, each one of you are welcome. And I want to welcome our new destiny family. And we want to welcome the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And say you are welcome on this call. Come and touch each person. Touch their household. Meet their needs, Lord, according to your riches and glory. Father, we humbly come before you this day. Seeking you in the beauty of holiness. We desire as this day begins to seek you in spirit and in truth. We give ourselves to you. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by your divine power. May grace and perfect peace cascade over us as we live in the rich knowledge of you. Teach us this day, guide us this day, and keep us this day. This I pray in Jesus' name. Now touch Sister Charlene as she comes with the word this morning. Amen and amen. Sister Charlene, it's yours. Amen. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. First, I want to give my obedience to Father God. Yahweh, who is the Most High, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, Holy Spirit, my guide. I acknowledge and honor Bishop Smith and First Lady Adrian Smith. Father, bless their family, and I thank God for each one of you on the prayer call. And I honor you for honoring God this morning, for waking up to being here to share with us. 
Our devotion topic this morning is a new way of thinking. Our key scripture is James 1 and 21. The King James Version says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Superfluity means excessive or unnecessary. So he's saying, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness, meekness meaning righteousness, humility, receive the engrafted word which is able to save your souls, your soul which is your mind. So let me read that again with a defined word so that there is full clarity. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and excessive unnecessary naughtiness and receive with humility the righteous engrafted word which is able to save your mind. And the only way that we can, as believers, lay apart all filthiness and excessive unnecessary naughtiness is if we have the transformed mind of Christ. Amen. So in order to have the new mind, that new way of thinking, a way of thinking that is righteous, we must allow our our minds to be transformed. So number one, we must allow our minds to be transformed. We have to do it. We have to yield to the Holy Spirit to allow our minds to be transformed. And our minds have to be transformed from the present lower thinking to Christ's higher order thinking. That word transformed means that our minds have to make a thorough, dramatic change in every aspect. It's the metamorphosis. It's like, you know, how uh, we've been taught about the caterpillar and how it's transformed into the beautiful butterfly. We have to allow the metamorphosis to take place. We have to allow the mind of Christ to transform us, to transform our thinking. Romans 12 and 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In the Greek, the word renew is anakanyo. Ana meaning up, completing a purpose, and kanyos meaning to renew by moving from one stage to a higher, more developed one, to make qualitatively new. So to have, a new, to have a renewed mind in Christ Jesus means that we have moved up from one stage to a higher, more developed one, a more qualitative new one. Amen? So our minds must be renewed. It must move from the lower level thinking that we are at to a higher level thinking. It must move. It must transition. Our minds must be renewed. It must be changed from thinking by way of the carnal mind. 
it must move from the lower level, flesh, carnal thinking, to the higher order, the more developed one, which is the mind of Christ. But in order to move in that kind of groove, we must yield. We must give God full permission to think through us. That means that we truly allow God's spirit to supersede everything about the way that we want to do things, the way that we want to think. God says, as far as the heaven is from the earth, so is my ways from your ways, my thoughts from your thoughts. So we must allow Christ to live inside of us to to have his mind. He is now the pilot guiding us. That's a commitment that takes complete faith, a commitment that takes complete humility because we're no longer doing things of our own accord. That loops us back to our key scripture in James 1 and 21 where we're admonished to receive with humility the righteous engrafted word. The righteous engrafted word. And that brings me to point number two. We must become one with the word. James 1 and 21 said we are admonished to receive with humility the righteous engrafted word. Jesus, he is the word. We can only become one with God and allow Christ's mind to be in ours by knowing who he is intimately. John 1, 1 and 2 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That means that Christ's mind is ours. Christ's mind is the Father's. They are one. That means that Christ's mind is ours. We become one. We become married to him. We are synchronized with him. We are no longer double-minded, but we are flowing with one, as one single-minded with Christ. He is speaking. He is thinking. He is hearing. He is touching. He is feeling through us. To have a new way of thinking, we've got to know Father God intimately. We've got to become one with him as Jesus became one with him. John 17 and 21 says that we all may be one as as thou, Father, art in me and I in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. He's talking about you and me, that we are one with him, who is one with the Father. We're all one together. Therefore, the mind of Christ thinks through us. We have that new, renewed mind. We can't do any of the things that Paul says that we should be doing in Philippians 4 and 9 if we don't have the mind of Christ. Without a renewed new mind of Jesus, we can't think about things that are true and honest because the flesh wants to think about deception and lies. The flesh is enmity with the spirit. Without the renewed new mind of the word, Jesus, thinking through us, we can't think about things that are just and pure because the flesh wants to think biased 
The, the flesh wants to, to promote inequality, unfairness, and, and be defiled. Without a new, renewed mind of Christ thinking through us, we, we cannot think about things that are of good report. Because a carnal mind wants to think about the bad report, what the enemy has sent, what the doctor has said, what mama or daddy said about us that wasn't of God, or what some other person of authority said, and we took on what they said. Instead of taking on the mind of Christ and allowing the mind of Christ to think through us to supersede that what the enemy has planted. Father, we need our minds to be transformed by the power of your spirit. In John 5 and 19, it says that Jesus did nothing except that which he saw the Father do. Paul said in Philippians, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, new. We have a new mindset because the mind of Christ is thinking through us. I believe that God is saying in order for us to go where he needs us to go, and to have the grace imparted to us to keep us where he is sending us, we must have the mind of Christ. We must allow the mind of Christ, the renewed thinking of Christ's mind to, to manifest through us, where there is no doubt, no reluctancy, no reservation. We just do as we see our Father do. You see, some of us take on the mind of Christ when we want to, and then we lay him down when we want to do things our own way, or when things get too challenging, or when faith is being stretched, yet we're consistently saying, Father, stretch the tent, lengthen the cords. Father, we're ready for the new move. We're ready for you to expand our territory. But are we really ready? If we do not allow Christ, the new mindset, the new mind of Christ, the mind of Christ to transform us, to transform our way of thinking, we're not going to be able to stand. What does John 16 and 13 say? When the spirit of truth comes, he will lead us into all truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but by me, but by me, Christ Jesus. So let's make a commitment today to allow our minds to be transformed, to be renewed to a higher level thinking, the thinking of Christ Jesus through us. Kingdom-level thinking. Amen? We must be made new again by the truth, by Jesus Christ himself. Thank you, Father. Now let's just give God a thanksgiving praise as I end with this prayer. Father, we thank you this morning 
We thank you, God, that we have the renewed mind of Christ inside of us. Lay your hand on your forehead as I pray this prayer. Father, we thank you that you, God, renew our minds, Father. We commit afresh to you, God. We allow your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Jesus, we yield to you afresh this morning. We commit to you afresh this morning. We surrender to you. Father, transform our minds. Renew our minds in the name of Jesus. We give you permission, Jesus, to think through us, to bring us to greater, the greater that you intend for us to have. Speak through us. Walk in our footsteps through our path, God. Smell through our nostrils. See through our eyes, hear through our ear gates. Speak through our tongues, God. We declare that the mind of Christ operates in full capacity through us in the name of Jesus. You, God, be our inhale. You, God, be our exhale in Jesus' name. May everything that comes forth from your people, Father, from this point forward, be you. Father, consume everything else that is not like you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Charlene. I felt and heard the passion in your voice this morning and the truth of what you said. Praise the Lord. We must, yes, we must allow our minds to be transformed and to become one with the Word, married to Him. And we have to allow this. Like you said, you just uh, you can't just pick it up when you need it and lay it down and go about your own way when you want to. It doesn't work that way. I was at my grandchildren's house the other day, and they like to, they like bugs, okay? They collected these bugs. They have this little uh, cage, and they had got some um, caterpillars, and the caterpillars had formed the chrysalites. Chrysalis, I guess, is what they're called. And they said, Grammy, you got to look at them. Go look. And sure enough, there they were, hanging and they were actually beautiful because they were dotted with gold. They were dotted with gold. And I thought about that as Sister Charlene was speaking. It's like they were going through the refiner's fire. They had the gold on them. So that when they come forth, they will come forth as pure gold. That's what happens. We become transformed. Hallelujah. So I pray that you receive that word today in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask uh, Sister Margaret if she'll come at this moment and share the prayer request with us. We're going to come in agreement with her for every prayer that is uttered. Uh, Sister Margaret. 
Um, yeah, so we have four prayer requests this morning. Um, the first one is from Victoria Menzies, um, and she says, Pray for my extended family and former sister-in-law. She has cancer in her uterus, in her neck, and now her brain. Prayers for healing, comfort, and peace. She is a woman of faith and truly believes in Jesus. She has taught me so much about the love of Jesus. Prayers for healing, restoration, peace, and comfort for the Menzies family who don't want to know the extent of her medical condition. Um, And so we'll pray for her this morning. Father, we come this morning in the name of Jesus. We give you full permission this morning, Lord, as was already mentioned. Uh, We yield and we release our faith this morning for Victoria's sister-in-law, Father, We agree with your word. We agree with heaven, uh, and we release our faith for her. You said in your word, Father, that things are impossible with man, but all things are possible with God. You said, Father, in Isaiah 53, 4 through 5, that surely Jesus took up our pain and bore our suffering, that Jesus was pierced for our transgressions, that Jesus was crushed for our iniquities, and that the punishment that brought us peace was on Jesus. And by Jesus' wounds, we are healed. Jeremiah 30 and 17 says, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. So we come and we curse the root of cancer cells, and we cast out the spirit of cancer in the name of Jesus. We know that cancer is a little C, but Christ is the big C, and Christ is over cancer. We reject any bitterness or unforgiveness, Lord. Uh, We command the electrical magnetic frequencies to come into harmony and balance, Lord God. Uh, In Victoria's sister-in-law this morning, Father, we curse any prions, any bad cells that are eating the good cells, and we command all prions to dissolve and be absorbed by the body. We command uh, uh, Victoria's sister-in-law's body's defensive killer cells to multiply, to attack, and to destroy all cancer cells in the name of Jesus. We command healing to all damaged tissues and organs and for normal function to be restored. We command a new uterus, Father, new neck tissue, Lord God, and we command the creative miracle of a new brain this morning. Nothing is impossible for you, Father. Lord, overshadow her with your love, your joy, and your peace. We pray for total restoration in the name of Jesus. We command all trauma to go, Lord God. We pray for the family, Lord God, who's scared of the diagnosis, for them to draw nigh unto you and to rest in you, Lord God, recognizing that there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. Bring this family back together again, O God, and cause them to be on one accord with your word, Lord God, as they lift up their family members this morning. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. The second prayer request is from Alicia Braisley. Um, She says her husband has fallen back into addiction um, and is not doing well. So, Father, we pray uh, for Alicia's husband this morning. We know, Lord God, again, that nothing is too hard for you, Father. We know that the root of addiction stems from rebellion, O God. And so we pray for Alicia's husband, O God. You know him, O God. You know where this started, where this comes from, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, that he would desire to be free. 
Give him a desire to be free, Lord God. Penetrate the fog of addiction, O God, and let him see you. Let him see himself at living a life that is free, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, this morning uh, as we come against rebellion, Lord, cause them to renounce all words spoken in rebellion, Lord God, even if it was something that happened when he was young. Bring it to his remembrance, O God. We speak replacement for any damaged parts of his body in the name of Jesus, for damaged parts uh, in his mind in the name of Jesus. We speak peace to Alicia's husband, freedom, deliverance, and healing in the name of Jesus. And finally, we have a couple of praise reports. Uh, The first praise report is from uh, Donna uh, Sanderson, and she's sending this praise report to Bishop Carl and Pastor Adrian Smith. She says, hello, I want to give two praise reports to the 5 a.m. prayer group. I know the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. She says, thank you so much for praying for my brother, Lee Brooks, who was in so much pain. I requested prayer. He was about to have a procedure for his kidney, and you prayed for him. And thank God they found that the procedure would have harmed his heart, and they did not proceed. He is doing well and is in no pain. I know it was God's intervention because of your prayers. Lee loved God and is grateful to you all. Another praise report, I requested prayer for my friend, Mom Brown, that she was tested for COVID-19, went to the hospital, and God intervened, and now I saw her and she's doing well. I give God the praise because it could have ended very differently. Mom Brown loved God, and I thank all of you for standing in the gap for us. Thank you for all your your prayers on the prayer line. Thank God you are there for us. God bless all of you. Thank you again for your prayers. May God richly bless you and keep you safe. Father, we thank you for everyone that's on the prayer line, that's releasing their faith, for every prayer request that's there. And we thank you, Lord, uh, for the prayer support from Donna Anderson for her family, Lord God. The final praise report is from Sister Kima Joseph of New Destiny, Oakland, and she says, Good morning, New Destiny family. I want to thank God for answered prayers and for all of you standing in the gap with me. I have a few praise reports to share. God is sharing praise reports. I hope it encourages your hearts this morning. She says, By the time Hurricane Delta made landfall, it had downgraded to a Category 2, and for our area, it had downgraded to a tropical depression. It was more wind than rain, and there was no damage here. Sounds like kingdom thinking and kingdom operation. My great aunt went to follow up on her appointment and was told that the shingles in her eye had cleared up. She was no longer in pain. They are now monitoring her eye pressure and restoration of sight. She is now going outside to tend to her garden. Uh, Praise God for that. She says, when we first started our online services, the Holy Spirit led me to share it with my godmother, who lives here in Louisiana. In addition to our online services, I began sharing daily devotions with her. We only communicated via text, but she shared that it was a blessing and truly helping her. I recently attended a gathering for her 52nd birthday this weekend in Louisiana, and as soon as her oldest daughter saw me, she rushed over and began to thank me. She said I had really helped her mother and that in turn it was helping them. She said that they almost lost her. She hugged me and she wouldn't let go. She began to cry and just kept thanking me. 
She assumed that my godmother had confided in me, but she had not. My godmother had been in a relationship for several years and was engaged to be married. What I did not know is that she had broken it off, and I learned that her fiancé had violated her youngest daughter when she was 16. She had shared it with her sisters, and they recently shared it with their mother. In addition, this man had convinced her that she should no longer go to church or serve God. So the man is gone, hallelujah, and my godmother has been attending New Destiny services online from Louisiana on Wednesdays and Sundays. She told me that she had set reminders, this was before our church app, and her girls have been so impressed by the change, transformation that had taken place, they were curious, and now they're also watching online as well. And then she says, please pray for total healing and restoration of the Parker family for deliverance and breaking of soul ties that they are free from guilt and shame in Jesus' name. I bless God for Bishop and Pastor A. All of our online services have been much needed and are reaching, helping, and transforming lives well beyond our physical reaches. May this encourage the two of you to know that your labor is not in vain and that you're reaching people across the globe and I get to watch while I'm away in Louisiana. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for the praise reports this morning, Father God. We thank you that you're working, oh God, that there's no distance in the spirit, oh God. We lift up the Parker family, and we know, Lord God, you're already working on their behalf. We agree with heaven for their deliverance, for the breaking of every soul tie, Father God, that all guilt and shame leaves in the name of Jesus. Guilt and shame, you're not from God. We reject you in the name of Jesus. You set the Parker family free. Loose them now and let them go. Lord, fill their hearts with the love of God. Increase their knowledge of you daily, Lord God, so that the grace of God in them and upon them increases more and more, and they walk in total victory. Again, we thank you for hearing. We thank you for answering, and we thank you for transforming lives by your word, renewing their mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. I tell you, what what an awesome, awesome, awesome report that we received. Uh, these praise reports, hallelujah. So we declare over the two requests concerning cancer and addiction that these also will become praise reports. Please send in your praise reports because when we hear praise reports such as what we just heard, that will lift your, it will lift those, I should say, on the line listening, saying if God did it for them, he can do it for me because God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Wow. That was awesome. Praise God. Let me go back to Charlene. Our time is up, but I want to see if she has anything further that she wants to say. No, ma'am. All is well. All is well. Just remember to keep on the mind of Christ, allowing Christ to speak and move through us. Amen. 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 Well, Father, as we come to a close, we thank you for blessing us this morning. Thank you. We thank you that you are a revelation light to guide us along the way, that you defend us every day and we will not fear anyone. Father, we will not turn away from you 
And when the enemy tries to destroy us, our heart will not be afraid. We know you are right there with us, and we will not be shaken. So teach us your ways and tell us what to do as we become one with your word. Make it clear for us to understand. Enemies are all around us. We see clearly what is happening because the veil is being lifted from off the eyes of your church, which is us. And your church is being empowered from on high. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. And we pray Psalms 118.24 as our declaration this morning that this is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice. And we are going to be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Our time is gone. Sister Charlene and Sister Margaret and myself, Heather Dawson, are saying goodbye to you for now. May you have a great and a powerful day knowing, knowing who your God is and that you will not just pick it up, pick him up, and then lay him down. Praise God. We could go on and on this morning. It's been so exciting. But anyway, I love you all. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow morning, or we'll hear you, see you, be with you tomorrow morning. In Jesus' wonderful name. Sister Kathy, open up that line and let us worship together. In Jesus' name.